ladies and gentlemen, the New York Knicks are not just in the playoffs, but they are the fourth seed in the NBA playoffs. New York fans everywhere rejoice. Because who the hell knows when something like this is going to happen again. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Today on the show, NHL playoffs have kicked off in style with three overtime games. Yerp. And of course, we got to talk about the NBA. We're going to talk baseball. We got to talk Aaron Rodgers. There's a lot to, to chat about today, friends. So stick with us because sports, sports, sports starts now. Welcome, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. For those of you out there that are new to the show, welcome, 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 welcome. You know when you say a word 400 times and it just sounds weird? Welcome's not one of those words. Uh, For those of you that are new, we talk about all the sports news and information from the previous week and give you all the updates and whatnot, insights, whatever, into the next week, month, year, etc. I'm Nick Drago, by the way. I don't remember if I actually said that, but if you like what you hear on the sound sound today, the sound coming into your ears, if you like that sound, you can find me more on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago. That's me. And then you could email me directly at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Again, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. I had a nice weekend. Did you have a nice weekend? I went golfing. I had a couple bourbons, uh, watched some playoff hockey. Even though the Penguins didn't win today, it's okay. It's okay. We're moving on. And you might notice I'm looking a little red, not just in the face. Uh, but all over my body, as I'm supporting the University of Hartford Hawks, I have my Hartford hat on, I got my Hartford t-shirt on, and uh, for those of you who haven't been watching my show, you should all, you, you, if, if you haven't been watching my show, you have no idea what I'm talking about, and for those of you who have been watching the show, you know I'm very upset that my alma mater is trying to move from Division 1 to Division 3. Greg Woodward, the president of the university, is a huge piece of turd so i'm gonna support the heck out of this team as best i can representing the division one hartford hawks nothing else about the university except for their physical therapy program which i graduated from with a doctorate by the way and i'm i'm proud of them but everything else screw you greg woodward president of the university who should be kicked out of town Somebody please get rid of this guy so that we could say D1. All right, now that I've gotten that out of the way, screw you, Greg Woodward. I'm sorry, I can't get it out of the way. I just got to keep going with it. Now, let's talk about all the uh, fun sports stuff. And we got to start We got to start with basketball. And the reason I say that is because we're hitting the last couple of games of the season. So let's talk about this weekend's um, 
Let's talk about this weekend's games. Wizards got a win over the Cavaliers, 120-105. Nuggets beat the Pistons, 104-91. Jazz beating the Thunder, 109-93. 76ers get a win over the Magic, 122-97. Mavericks beat the Raptors, 114-110. Rockets get a surprising win over the Clippers, 122-115. Grizzlies beat the Kings, 107-106. And the Warriors get a win over the Pelicans, 125-122. Yesterday's games had the Nets beating the Bulls, 105-91. Knicks get a win over the Hornets in OT 118 to 109 and that put them very close to fourth place they did beat the Celtics today we'll we'll get there we'll get there uh Lakers LeBron James coming back to help them beat the Pacers 122 to 115 Celtics beat the Timberwolves 124 to 108 Suns beat the Spurs 104 to 103 Bucks beating the Heat 122 to 108 Wizards get a win over the Hornets. Big win for the Wizards. 115-110. Pacers beat the Raptors. 125-113. Celtics fall to the Knicks today. 96-92. That's what put them in fourth place over the Hawks. Uh, Suns beat the Spurs. 123-121. Warriors beating the Grizzlies. 113-101. Steph Curry becomes the second oldest player to get the scoring title at 33. Who's the oldest? Come on, you know it's Michael Jordan. It's Michael Jordan. Uh, Nets beat the Cavaliers 123 to 109. 76ers beat the Magic 128 to 117, and Hawks beat the Rockets 124 to 95. Uh, Heat, just as of this exact second, beat the Pistons 120 to 107. And then a couple other games tonight, some with big implications. So. Uh, Clippers and Thunder. Clippers are ahead 166-65. Mavericks are falling. The Timberwolves 76-60. Lakers barely beating the Pelicans 63-59. Trailblazers beating the Nuggets 72-55. Jazz are beating the Kings. It's halftime 64-49. And the Bucks are currently losing the Bulls 55-54. Now, we're going to talk for a moment here about the standings, and then we'll go into the uh, all the, the play-in tournament, the scenarios, all that fun stuff. So, final standings. The East is set. Doesn't matter about the rest of the games tonight. These are where the standings are going to end up. 76ers with the number one seed, 48 and 23, beating out the Nets by one game. Sixers went on a huge tear to end the season. They deserve to be first place. Now the question is, do they have what it takes to win it all? Can Embiid and Simmons do it? Uh, Nets at 70, uh, 40, 47 and 24. Uh, the Bucks just two games behind them, 46 and 25. Any one of those three teams can be your Eastern Conference champion. I really believe that it could go it could go any way in these series. Uh, then you have the contend the other contenders here: the Knicks at 41 and 33, the Hawks at 40 and 31, Heat at 39 and 32, Celtics at 36 and 36, Wizards 34 and 38. Peace. Pacers 34 and 38, and the Hornets 33 and 39. You have the Bulls with 30 wins. Raptors ended up at 27, 1 and 9 to finish the season. After everything the Raptors have done the last few years, that's a very disappointing season. Cavaliers at 22 and 49, Magic at 21 and 50, and the Pistons at 20 and 51. Now, here's where things get interesting. First off. The Wizards, we totally wrote the Wizards off a couple weeks ago, and yet here they are, they've managed to pull together, 6-4 and four in their last 10. Um, so as you may or may not know, there is the play-in tournament for this season, right? So the play-in games, 
the way it works is the 7, 8, 9, and 10 seed uh, will be playing in a single game, Celtics and Wizards, Pacers and Hornets. Whoever wins in the Celtics-Wizards game gets the honor of playing the Nets in the first round. <laughs> that sucks. Um, the loser of that game ends up playing whoever wins between the Pacers and the Hornets, and the winner there gets the honor of playing the 76ers in the first round. So the Sixers are guaranteed either Celtics, Wizards, Pacers, and Hornets. Um, now, what's interesting here is the Celtics, yes, they've lost they they've lost a lot. Um, uh, I think they're going to be without um, who's their who's their big guy who's out? Jalen Brown. I think Jalen Brown's out for the season, uh, which leaves them in quite a predicament. I don't think they're going to have what it takes to win. Um, and they've already lost Tatum. Tatum's not not playing either. So. Don't be surprised if the Celtics end up losing here to the Wizards, who have been on a real tear lately. I honestly think the Wizards are going to win that game. Celtics are then going to play either the Pacers and the, or the Hornets, and I think they could get past them, but I don't see them making much noise against the Nets regardless. So I still think 76ers. I like 76ers. I like the Nets getting past their first round. The Bucks playing the Heat. Now, that should be interesting. The Heat are certainly a good team. They're on a hot streak right now. I wouldn't be surprised if the Heat found a way to get past uh, Milwaukee. Like I said, though, I still think Milwaukee's the team to beat. Knicks and Hawks, it's a close series for sure, but Knicks, I'm I'm feeling New York in this one. I really am. Um that, that's my predictions, at least for the first round. Now, the Western Conference isn't totally set in stone, but it's pretty darn close to it. And the reason I say that is the Lakers have to win today. And yes, they're, they are winning their game against the Pelicans, but the Trailblazers are absolutely crushing the Nuggets right now. And it's very likely they're going to win their game, which will solidify themselves as sixth place and keep them out of that play-in tournament. So you have the Jazz, the Suns, the Nuggets, Clippers, Mavericks, Trailblazers, Lakers, Warriors, Grizzlies, and Spurs. Those are your top 10. Pelicans, Kings, Timberwolves, Thunder, and the Rockets will stay out of the playoffs. So here's what, I, here's, here's what I'm predicting for the uh, play-in game. First off, Lakers, Warriors. I like that. That is going to be fun. LeBron is back. I have no doubt the Lakers are going to win that game, and they'll get to play the Suns in the first round. Warriors and Grizz, uh, Warriors will play either the Spurs or the Grizzlies, and I have a feeling just the way they've been playing the last few weeks, they're finally looking like a decent team. I think Steph Curry is going to will them past whoever they end up against, and and that'll put the Warriors in place to play the Jazz in the first round. The Jazz are good this year; they really are. Uh, I think the Warriors have what it takes to bring bring. Uh, Utah to the limit, but I still think the Jazz are going to get away and get out of this one. The Suns and Lakers. This is a series that should not be happening the first round. Ah, man, I can't count out the Lakers with LeBron being back. Maybe AD. Um, I'm I'm actually going to go with the Lakers on that one. I think they could be a, a hard-hitting, scary seven seed. I would keep my eyes open for them. Nuggets and Trailblazers, I got to give to the Nuggets. They, they're The Joker is on fire this season, per usual. And the Trailblazers, who have had an amazing couple weeks, 
just aren't quite there. Uh, Clippers Mavericks, that should be an exciting series, but ultimately I f- see the Clippers getting past that that first round as well. So that's where I, that's where I kind of see those standing going. Uh, so let's see, where do we got here? Kyrie Irving. Uh, apparently during during post game interview uh, was this today? This was last night. Um, he said that he now where's the quote? He said, "I'm not going to lie to you guys. A lot of stuff is going on in this world, and basketball is just not the most important thing to me right now. There's a lot of things going on overseas. All our people are still in bondage across the world, and there there's a lot of dehumanizing going on. So I apologize if I'm not going to be focused on y'all y'all's questions." It's just too much going on in the world for me to be talking about basketball. I focus on this most of the time, 24-7, but it's just too much going on in this world not to address. It's just sad to see this bad word going on. It's not just in Palestine, not just in Israel. It's all over the world, and I feel it. I'm very compassionate to it, to all races, all cultures, and to see it, to see a lot of people being discriminated against based on their religion, color, and their skin, uh, what they believe in. It's just sad. Now, he is 100% right. There is a lot of bad things going on in this world. Uh, that is not. This is not that kind of podcast, though. This is a sports podcast. And so what are the implications of what he's saying on the Brooklyn Nets? Now, listen, this guy is one of your superstars. For sure, you can still win without him. But if you're the Nets, you're looking for, for your first championship in quite some time. You want Kyrie focused on basketball. I don't know where, I know where his head's at, and it's not on the court. You are about to hit the playoffs, buddy. This has been all year. He's had mysterious absences. He's he's had some weird, weird teary ads to the public uh, over the last year or so with COVID and everything going on. Kyrie, just focus on basketball. The Nets could actually win a championship. Now, granted, it's like the one New York team that New Yorkers don't care about. But your team could do it this year. You could bring something to New York that hasn't been here for a very long time. A basketball trophy. Too busy talking about all the other stuff in the world. I get it. I get it. There's platforms for that. You you have your platform but, man, if I'm the Nets, I don't want to hear that. Uh, let's see. We talked about the Lakers. Steph Curry, we talked about you. Jaden Hardy joining the NBA G League Ignite. Now, for those that don't know, the G League, which is the NBA's AA, it's it, AAA, whatever you want to call it. It's their minor league. Um, they've established a way for, for top recruits to skip the NCAA, skip college, and go right into the pros. Get paid to do what you do. Why do I love this? Well, here I am supporting a D1 NCAA team. (laughs) And, of course, I'm about to say, you know, the NCAA does not pay its players. It utilizes their likenesses, their skills, their abilities to make a lot of money. That is exploitation, my friends. But for a long time, it was your only path to the pros. So that's how guys did it. Now we have a five-star recruit going to the G League, and if he can dominate, hey, there's a good chance that he may get drafted high up. So the way this G League team, the Ignite, works is it's basically uh, recruits who are skipping the NCAA. They're not affiliated with any team, but you're playing against players who are affiliated with other teams. Um, We'll see what happens. I mean... 
apparently this guy was dropping 62 points a game in January. He's the number three overall prospect, and he was getting looks from Kentucky, UCLA, Oregon, Arizona. You know, we're, we're talking about a guy who absolutely would be going pro. He probably would choose a school like, we'll just use Kentucky for an example. This is a guy who probably would be a one-and-done star, and now he's going to get paid for his talent. Sure, he's not going to get paid a lot, but he's he's going to get enough, and there's a good chance that he will be a lottery pick. J. Cole, the rapper, made his professional basketball debut with the Af- with Africa's Patriots Basketball Club. So I announced this a few weeks ago. The African base, the I'm sorry, Basketball Africa League, uh, which is basically a combination of the best teams in Africa all playing together. So J. Cole. Uh, played just under 18 minutes. He had three points, three rebounds, and two assists. Congratulations. Uh, the Patriots are based in Rwanda. Um, 36 years old. Way to go. You're making your dreams come true playing professional basketball. I like it. All right, let's move on. NHL hockey. The playoffs have... Whew, playoffs have started. So first round, we, so far we've only gotten a couple games. Um, hold on, let's see. let's let's refresh our page here because it looks like we don't have an update on all of these scores. Now where are we? So look what happens. Okay. All right. So we have four games so far. Capitals beating the Bruins in overtime, three to two. I have to say those Capitals goals, some of those goals that that Rask let in, weren't the best. Now Tuka Rask has a tendency to be. Oh, shaky this is not a good matchup for the Bruins they're not used to being they're not used to playing one of the top teams right away the Bruins usually get a tune-up round first but here you are now in the east the metro whatever you want to call it and yeah every series matters you're not playing against the Panthers in the first round you're playing against the Caps Capitals win it, 3-2. The Islanders and Penguins, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gloat all you want, Islanders fans. Anything can happen. Uh, Listen, Penguins dominated, in my opinion, watching this game. They actually looked really good up until the third period. And this is very, this is typical Penguins fashion. They get up one goal, they get up two goals, and then they just, whoop, take their foot right off the, right off the break. Suddenly the Islanders were on fire. It, it really started, the Islanders had a four-minute power play, uh, the Penguins killed it off, and then the Penguins went on a power play, and uh, they just couldn't get it together. Islanders took advantage, two goals in the third period. Um, Pajot, I think Pajot had one, and uh, who, who was the other Islanders' goal? Let's see here. Um not Palmieri. Nelson had the other one. But then a few seconds later, Kapanen for the Penguins ties it up, and then the overtime uh, winning goal. That was that was just sad. That was just sad by Paul Mary. Uh, Wild and Golden Knights. Now the Golden Knights have only won once against the Wild all season. They've had their number all season. Everyone's expecting the Golden Knights to be Stanley Cup champion this year. By the way, Mark Andre Fleury. 15 straight years in in the playoffs. I got to give that guy credit. I think no other goalie in history has done that. 15 straight years in the NHL playoffs. Uh, the Wilds win one nothing in overtime. And then the Panthers 
fall to the Lightning. It looked like uh, looks like Tampa Bay uh, was actually losing going into the second period, but then they took over, and you know how it goes. Uh, Lightning end up winning this game five to four. Uh, game two for Bruins and Capitals is uh, Monday. Hurricanes and Predators game one is Monday. Blues and Avalanche game one is Monday. And then Islanders, the Islanders-Penguins series, Lightning Panthers, Wild Golden Knights, that's all on Tuesday. And then you'll go your back and forth, back and forth from there. And uh, we won't get the Canadian teams at least until Wednesday. The Jets and Oilers, their first game is going to be Wednesday. And uh, Canadians and Maple Leafs will probably be Thursday. So uh, exciting stuff there. I don't really have much else to talk about for the NHL. We we kind of just went through all the exciting stuff. So let's look at the uh, two couple games, couple days of baseball. Uh, Rays get a win over the Mets, twelve to five. Twins beat the Athletics, five to four. Red Sox win over the Angels, nine nothing. Tigers win nine eight over the Cubs. Pirates get a win over the Giants, eight to six. Yankees beat the Orioles, eight to two. Braves beating the Brewers, 5-1. Astros beat the Rangers, 5-6. I mean, 6-5. <laughs> Royals get a win over the White Sox, 5-1. Blue Jays beat the Phillies, 4-0. Diamondbacks win 11-4 over the Nationals. Reds beat the Rockies, 6-5. Padres beat the Cardinals, 13-3. Dodgers get a win over the Marlins, 7-0. And the Mariners get a win over the Indians, 7-3. Giants beat the Pirates today, 4-1. Orioles beat the Yankees, 10-6. Jays beating the Phillies 10-8. Yeah, Phillies were actually leading that game pretty heavily and then just blew it. No, I'm just kidding. Toronto got off early. Phillies uh, tried to come back, but didn't work out. Rays beat the Mets 7-1. Angels beat the Red Sox 6-5. Cubs get a win over the Tigers 5-1. White Sox beating the Royals 4-3. Brewers beat the Braves 10-9. Astros beating the Rangers 6 to two athletics beat the twins seven to six reds beat the rockies seven to six mariners get a win over the indians three to two diamondbacks fall to the nationals three oh marlins beating the dodgers three to two and then padres and cardinals are still playing right now let's take a look at those standings in the american league east red sox on top at 25 blue jays at 22 yankees at 22 rays at 23 wins but 19 losses which is why they're so far down the orioles 17 and 23 you got a bit of a log jam there in the al central you got the white sox on top with 24 wins followed by the indians two, uh, two and a half games back behind them Royals are 18 and 22, Tigers are 14 and 26, and the Twins are 13 and 25. Yikes. Uh, in the West, the Athletics still on top, but the Astros are only a half game back. Behind them is the Mariners, who are three and a half back, and then you have the Angels. Angels are 17 and 22, and the Rangers are 18 and 24. And uh, let's look at that National League. The NL East has been very something it's been interesting any one of these teams can really take off mets are 18 and 16 phillies 21 and 20 braves are 19 and 21 marlins are 18 and 22 and the nationals are 16 and 20 in the central the cardinals are on top 23 and 17 brewers 21 and 20 reds 19 19 cubs 19 20 and the pirates 17 and 23 in the NL West, you have the Giants still on top at 24 and 16, Padres 23 and 17, Dodgers 22 and 18, Diamondbacks 18 and 23, and the Rockies at 15 and 26. For those out there that are worried if the Dodgers would be a playoff team right now or not, yes, they still would. But whoo look at them in third place. I'm okay with that. 
Uh, they did get a little bit better this week, though, uh, with Albert Pujols joining the team. Now, listen, he's not the Albert Pujols that we saw crushing home runs for the uh, for the Cardinals ten years ago. His time with the Angels hasn't been great. Actually, he's come up a little bit the last few weeks. There's the whole thing about him lying about his age. We had heard that he was kind of shaky with the Angels. His time was coming to an end there. This will be the first time the guy wears a color that's not red. So, uh, going to the Dodgers. Um, be interesting to see how they utilize him. Uh, Yankees, another staff member testing positive for COVID. This has been happening quite a bit in the Yankees dugout. They have some players out right now, injuries, quarantines. Very, very exciting. Uh, Domingo German, by the way, he has an interesting little uh, stat going. He's he struck out exactly six batters in five straight games. That's just weird. It's weird. I don't know. Exactly six. No more, no less. Joe Girardi and Gene Segura getting into a confrontation in the Phillies dugout. Do we know what it was about? Um, um, looks like he was upset about uh, an error. Segura committed an error with one out in the first inning after the Jays Opened with back-to-back home runs and a single off Chase Anderson. On the play, Segura tried to get too cute and missed the ball. His momentum was going towards first base, and it appeared he was hastily trying to begin a 4-3-6 double play with Guerrero barely getting off the bag at first. Both runners were safe, though the Phillies got out of it unscathed uh, when Rowdy Telez grounded into a double play. Girardi came out to move Anderson from the game an inning later. Segura did not go to the mound with the rest of the Phillies infield. Uh-oh. Shortly after, the broadcaster showed Segura yelling at Girardi in the dugout and being calmed down by third base coach Dusty Watham. So a little trouble in Philadelphia? I don't know. That's where I live. There's always trouble here, friends. Bad things happen in Philadelphia. That's what they say. Love this city. Love it. Oh, Juan Terrius Bryant, who used to play for Austin Pay. Uh, he was a, a defensive back for them. Oh, man, I actually feel bad for this guy. He got a little catfished here. So somebody with an Atlanta area code texted him saying that he was uh, Atlanta Falcons defensive coordinator Dean Pease. I'm sorry, that's an amazing name. <laughs> um, he was uh, apparently asking him to show up to the team facility for a tryout. And unfortunately, when Brian got there, he was turned away. Uh, Turns out that somebody was just pulling his leg. He did release a statement that says this. "Uh, I want to thank you to everyone who's been in my corner while I've been pursuing my lifelong dream of playing in the NFL. Apparently, the opportunity of attending mini rookie mini camp with the Atlanta Falcons was not a legit opportunity. Someone contacted me from a 404 area code pretending to be Dean Pease, the DC for the Atlanta Falcons. I did not realize it was not a legitimate opportunity until I traveled to the facility for rookie minicamp check-in on Wednesday, May 12th. It's most definitely one of the most embarrassing things that has ever happened to me and a very humbling experience. Just want to apologize for everyone and the Atlanta Falcons organization for the mix-up. I honestly thought it was a legit opportunity on my end. I do not know or understand why this happened, but I do know that everything happens for a reason. Yes, this was heartbreaking for me, but just another stepping stone that I'm not afraid to admit 
or overcome. At the end of the day, this will not make or break me. I will still continue to fight for my dreams because I know that's what I really want. He does continue from there. Uh, it's a little bit cut off if you're looking at my... If you're watching me on YouTube right now, you can see my, my end of that tweet's been cut off. But uh, it, it does sound like his agent's been in touch with the Falcons, who probably would have still seen him, but there are... Um, how do I put this? There, There's a limit right now due to COVID about how many players can show up at mini camps, And so the Falcons were already at that limit. But I wonder in a different year or way, shape, or form if they still find a way to, uh, to um, get him a tryout or something. I would just feel really bad if I was the Falcons. I think it's the least they could do is give this guy a tryout. That really stinks. Green Bay Packers sign another QB. Kurt Banker. Kurt Banker. Uh, they signed Blake Bortles this week. They have Bankert. We already know they have Jordan Love. And you know who they have, Aaron Rodgers. So what's the story here? I think I think they're just prepping. Listen, camps haven't even started yet. Some of the, One of these guys, I would imagine Bankert's going to end up being cut. They like Jordan Love. He's expected to be at rookie camp. Um, but the story seems to be taking the turn that Aaron Rodgers may stay in Green Bay. They're working. The two sides are talking. They're working on a contract. There's some stuff that he wants them to do. I'm sure they're going to bend over backwards for him and pay him a ton of money because he's Aaron Rodgers. I just don't see him going anywhere. I think him and LaFleur work great together, and I think once Rodgers gets his way, everything's going to be hunky-dory. Um, he, maybe he'll just stay under, stay here and, until his contract runs out. I don't really know, but, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. So the article I have pulled up is about it. I hate this guy's name. A teen, a teen. We're going to say Travis, a teen. Um, but the real story is Tim Tebow as your tight end. Okay. Listen, the guy hasn't sued up in quite some time. But, of course, you know, he's besties with Urban Meyer. So, they're, the Jaguars are revamping this offense. Tim Tebow could end up being a genius move. Maybe even somebody who slots in at a Wildcat and uh, really shows off his legs. I don't really know. This, this is just going to be interesting. I, I'm, I'm excited to see Tebow back on the football field. If there's hope for Tebow, there's hope for Colin Kaepernick somewhere, right? Uh, for my soccer fans out there, Zidane will be leaving Real Madrid. Now, Americans, you may remember Zidane as that guy who headbutted that other guy at the 2006 World Cup. Well, believe it or not, he's actually a very accomplished head coach. He's, he's been with Real Madrid since 2016. They've won the Champions League three times with him at the helm. And let me be honest with you, this is actually not the first time he said that he's leaving. He left for like 18 months and then came back in 2019. So, who knows what's really going on here. Maybe he'll go somewhere else. I don't know. But I do know that Real uh, will not win La Liga this year. They... They were kicked out of champ. They lost uh, to Chelsea. I think it was Chelsea just this last week in the Champions League semifinals. So uh, yeah, and and they were done. They lost to a third year team in the couple Copa del Rey, which is the uh, the big the big yearly cup in Spain. So uh, Real Madrid without Zidane after this season. We'll see what happens. Curious to see where he ends up. And I don't think we've talked about this on the show, but the Premier Golf League. Now, this is interesting. So, 
We talked uh, a couple of weeks ago about the Super League, the soccer Super League that was that was forming and then disbanded like two days later. Um, apparently, there's something similar going on in golf with uh, a very wealthy group of supporters from Saudi Arabia uh, who want to create their own golf league. And they've been approaching big name players and big offers have been made to Justin Johnson, Justin Rose, uh, Brooks Kop Kepka, and Phil Mickelson. Now here's where it gets interesting. So the PGA and the European tours have absolutely said that if you sign up for this, you are not eligible to compete in either tournaments. Now that's a big hit to golfers because golfers want to win, right? But People like money. This tour could could be big. So now you have some of the best golfers in the world who are saying, gee, I don't need the Masters. I could win big on this tour and win a lot of big. Golf could be lucrative. It'll be interesting. Uh, it, it certainly will be interesting. Nobody has really come out yet and said if they support it. A few players, Rory McIlroy being one, was very much against it. And he came out when, at the time, I think he was number one or number two in the world. And he came out against it last year. Um, he's not that number one, number two guy at this point. But um, there are players out there who have said they absolutely would not be invested in this at all. And there are players out there who are keeping their mouth shut. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Golf Super Tour. Super League. It's definitely one way to make a ton of money. All right, friends. Well, with that, I think that's all the stuff I wanted to talk about today. Special thanks, as usual, to Johanna Drago. She is the content editor, logo designer, and set designer of this podcast. The music you hear is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. If you like what you heard today, find me on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in Sports, Sports, Sports with Nick Drago. That's me. Oh, and special thanks as usual to our social media warriors, Mary Kay Albert, Gary Albert, uh, Jorge Pajares, Brendan Madonia. I know you listen to the show too, buddy. Um, and Joe Calabro, always a supporter of the show. I love you guys. I love my, my social media warriors. Yeah! And uh, screw you, Greg Woodford, president of the University of Hartford Hawks. You can step down because I hate you. And, uh, yeah, find me on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in Sports, Sports, Sports with Nick Drago. And uh, what's that other thing that I always say? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, like, comment, Twitter at me, tweet, tweet. And you can do all the funky doodads that you do on the interwebs. Friends, with that, I'm going to go burn this Hartford jersey because I'm still so angry at them. Thank you so much for joining me. And, of course, caw